All right, let's start with a deep breath because you made it to church on Christmas. I just want to start with words of affirmation for you because I know that it takes a lot to get here, to wrestle and wrangle everybody, maybe a few people who didn't really want to come and you made it here without ending anybody. Good job. Now we sit here, it's Christmas, and we can breathe it in and we can have a little respite right here in this space, this holy space, and let God fill us up. Now I know I just said respite, but I do want to talk a little bit about the world because the world is nuts. And we come here tonight knowing that the world is crazy and it puts so much pressure on us. We understand that the world can be filled with darkness and that darkness is real and that darkness can weigh us down. And tonight, we bring a little bit of that with us, maybe a lot of that with us. Tonight, we know what it's like to bring the weight of what we carry in our lives to this sacred place. We all know what it's like to hope for something and then it doesn't happen, to actually try to do something good and then like hit a wall and fail. We know what it's like to invest ourselves in relationships that fall apart and on and on. There's a lot out there, a lot of that kind of pain and heartbreak, things that can definitely weigh us down. And beyond ourselves, we know that the world out there seems scary. Every day people are trying to convince us that we should be afraid of everything out there, afraid of what we see on the news over and over again. We may feel lucky tonight just because we're in a place that's not a war zone, or that we have food and clean drinking water. We can feel lucky, but we know that that's not exactly all there is, that there are people out there tonight who are hurting and in pain, uncomfortable and concerned about an uncertain future. And yet tonight, in the stories that we hear as we celebrate Christmas, we are reminded of hope, hope that is real, hope of a God who comes down and breaks through and gives us light, light in the darkness, light that can shoo away all of the concerns and the worry and the pain out there in the world. We are here to see the light of God in the person of Jesus. Tonight, we are present to remember the birth of hope itself. Even in the darkest moments, God reminds us that there is always light. Last week, I read a story that completely made me laugh out loud. This story is about a car chase of sorts that happened on the Staten Island Expressway, but it was a little different than usual because as people were going home and they were filling up the expressway, some drivers started to see a little thing bopping down the side of the expressway because a chihuahua named Bean had gotten out of its home yard. It had been scared by another dog and started running, running for its life, and it found itself on the Staten Island Expressway just hoofing it down the side. And as cars began to notice this little chihuahua bopping down the road, they began to try and figure out what to do to save this animal. And so the cars began to create a little wall. And that wall began to slow down, backing up all of the traffic behind them in order to create a space so that Bean wouldn't run out and get hit by another car. Well, as those cars slowed down, people started pulling over and running out. One woman named Ella jumped out and began chasing after Bean, and she said later to a reporter, I didn't expect that little dog could run so fast. 
And then other people like Caitlin, who's a nurse, saw Ella running down the road trying to figure out what to do with this dog. So she pulled over, she got out, she started chasing Ella and this huge chase ensued on the Staten Island Expressway. And they finally got Bean to turn around. He ran under a car, hid by a tire. And Caitlin said she was able to pull him out from behind the wheel and put him in her purse so that she could get back into the car and return Bean safely to his owner. Now that story is hilarious. The video is even better if you want to see that online. But what brought up to mind as I watched this story is the countless number of people who when they saw this tiny little animal in trouble really didn't think twice. They did what they had to do to save this little animal and although I'm certain that some people minded, probably most people did not mind little Bean making it safely home. You see, we're made to care. We're actually made to take care of the world. Yes, a little dog, that story sounds quite sweet. But one another too. The people in this room, we're made to care for each other. And yet we know that that care, the care and concern that we show to one another is not always as good as it could be. Sometimes when we face the pain and the struggle of the world, we might actually feel a little bit like a little chihuahua running down the expressway trying to dodge cars left and right. It's dangerous out there. And that's when we need people around us. That's when we need a community that can create a wall to keep us safe, can run after us when we look like a chicken, can actually bring us home safely. We need a community of people to care enough about us and we need to be part of a community where we care that much about others. And that, that's actually what we do in a church like this. At our best, we respond to God's love by loving one another. We respond to God caring for us by caring for one another. What we do here matters. All the ways in which we pray and we learn and we serve and we give together making an impact in the world bigger than anything we could do on our own. The rituals like coming together at Christmas actually help to shape us over time, making us more the people that God made us to be. This community, you, when you come together, help to reflect the light of Christ in the darkness of the world. And what we do here really does matter. Just a couple weeks ago, one of our cherub choir members after rehearsal, this is like the preschool, early elementary school choir. They do a little activity after their rehearsals each week. And this activity, they made a little scroll. And on that scroll, they were meant to write down all the Ten Commandments. Well, one of the little girls really took this seriously. But time ran out and she hadn't quite finished writing all the commandments. And her father showed up on time to pick her up. And she looked him right in the eye and said, Dad, I cannot go yet. I have to finish writing all my commandments. And if you are like me, You'd probably be the kind of parent who would say, you can do that later. We have to go. And yet that father said, you take as much time as you need because what you are doing is most important. And so she did. Finished all of that work. Went home and talked through all of these commandments. Talked about the way in which God's trying to help us be the people that we were made to be. And both of her parents independently wrote back to us to say this was an amazing experience, helping to shape their daughter into the person she was made to be. And it's not just for her. That's for each one of us. It's not just for kids. It's for adults, maybe even more so for us, because we've kind of forgotten what it is that we used to know 
and used to believe. See, the best of a church is reminding us what we already know. The best of what we do here when we gather together is we're reminded who we wish to be and whose we belong to. Tonight, we can be grateful for everything we have, for where we are, for our safety and our security and gratitude matters. But when the stakes change, then it can start to change how we behave. Now, let's be honest. We know next year is going to be a train wreck. We know what's coming and we know it's going to be ugly. And do you want to be part of that ugliness? I don't think so. I think we would prefer to not be part of the machine of ugly that we experience in the world and instead be part of the hope, the peace, the kindness that God wishes we manifest out in the world. But when push comes to shove and when life gets hard and we feel that stress and that pressure, we only do what we practice most. And so tonight is your invitation to come back and practice more. Tonight, we remembered we were created for light, created for love to manifest in the darkness of our world. God brings that light to us and we in turn reflect into the world. We know that tonight might be a one-off for many, but how about if tonight is not the only time you remember who you were created to be this year and instead come back, come back and practice Remember and practice again and again because life is hard. And when we experience that hardship, we will be who we practice to be most. God loves you. And we know because of Christ that love wins. Merry Christmas. Amen.